It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. I'm Anita Thomas, and I'm here with Olivia Varnson. We're back again to talk about some great travel destinations. And, well, I guess today's show, Olivia, is really more a little bit more about tips and advice and things like that, because there is a big holiday that is right around the corner. Yes, hopefully everybody has their Halloween plans figured out, but now we're looking forward to Thanksgiving. That's right, that's right. We kind of hopped a little bit over Halloween. You know, we were just talking about that. So maybe next year we can look at some haunted places to travel to. Yes, spooky. (laughs) Yeah, some spooky travel. Sometimes travel can just feel spooky even in the middle right. of the, <laughs> the middle of the year. It doesn't have to be Halloween. But today we're going to do just that. We are going to help you guys start planning for Thanksgiving travel because it's really time. I mean, it seems as though Thanksgiving is still a little a ways off, but it really is just a couple of days, really, about a week and a half before November rolls in. Right, especially if you're going to be traveling somewhere else. Hopefully you're already looking at, you know, flights and that sort of thing. Get that figured out as soon as possible. But if you haven't, uh, you know, we can maybe help a little bit with that as well. And then, of course, um, let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving in other places, too, because we talk about Thanksgiving as though the U.S. is the only place that's giving thanks to, you know, so many things this time of the year. But there are some other places around the world that have similar holidays. So it might be kind of cool to check those out as well. Yeah, you can draw inspiration from them and, you know, maybe plan to visit during that time in the future. Exactly, exactly. And as you guys know, I've mentioned before that I am an O Magazine ambassador, and that's the Oprah Magazine. And if you have not picked up the November issue, which is out now, of O Magazine, you should definitely go grab it because we are going to talk about all of those delicious and I mean delicious, recipes that are in the magazine for Thanksgiving. So, Olivia, I think maybe we can bounce around a little bit and talk about some of those and some of our own favorite ones that maybe we're going to put on the table this work year. Work up an appetite. <laughs> Absolutely work up an appetite. And then in the last segment, we're going back to quarter miles. It's the fourth quarter, so where do we go? We're going to Massachusetts. We're going to Massachusetts and talk about quarter miles. But now let's, you know, jump back up, though, because, you know, we mentioned that Thanksgiving is not only just a U.S. kind of thing. I mean, it's very special to us. It signals the beginning, really, of the holiday season. That's when we start all of our shopping, usually. You hear that Christmas music. The Christmas music starts. A lot of folks really start putting up the Christmas decorations on Thanksgiving Day uh, as a tradition for some people. But there are other places around the world where there are some things going on, maybe not this time of the year but they're going on yeah and it may not be called thanksgiving either but you'll see this theme of giving thanks often with harvest festivals where people kind of gather together and reflect on all the hard work they put into farming and harvesting their crops and then they enjoy them together yeah so what about israel in israel they have uh, an event called sukkot or feast of booths feast of tabernacles and it's actually a biblical holiday celebrated on the 15th day of Tishri, which falls between late September and late October. And you'll see a lot of uh, harvest festivals around the world take place on the 15th day of the eighth month of uh, any particular calendar. Yeah, and really, our Thanksgiving is really about that, too, really celebrating the harvest. 
Yes, it is. And it's also a time in Israel for Jewish people to kind of reflect on their ancestors and the 40 years of travel they spent through the desert to reach Israel. And the holiday lasts for actually seven days. So seven days of feasts and spending time together, but also special prayer services and those holiday meals. I mean, (laughs) I could do seven days of Thanksgiving. I might be halfway to a coma at the end, but (laughs) you'd be happy. I'd be happy, be jolly. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, what I love about that is that you know that that is a lot of sharing with family. I mean, I could just picture that, picture those festivities and those meals and dinners and gatherings, and I could just see the whole family together having a really nice time and celebrating during that. So what else did you find out? There's also Canada Thanksgiving Day uh, happened recently. It's held on the second Monday of October. Yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah, it is pretty recent. Hopefully everybody had a good time. And it celebrates, again, the harvest and other blessings of the past year. So it's a time to think about, you know, all the good, all the positives of the year. Well, you know, I like it, too, because, again, it is a family event. The families have big meals either on the Sunday or the Monday over that holiday weekend. So, again, you have you see the trend there. Families are getting together. There's that eating as a way to give thanks and to celebrate both at the same time. Yes. And did you find some others? Yes. In Korea, there's Chuseok, which is also celebrated on the 15th day of the eighth month of the lunar calendar. And this festival typically lasts three days, and it's a really special time to reflect and show respect to your ancestors. People often return to their hometowns, they perform traditional rituals in the morning to remember their ancestors, and then they visit the tombs of their ancestors and clean up the area and offer food and drink to them. So kind of an acknowledgement to remember them. I really like that. That's I, I like how you're including family members that may have passed on, Uh, that you're kind of keeping them in your memory and in the celebration with your family and the things that you're doing. That's really quite touching to hear about that one. It is, and you're also kind of giving thanks to them for their part in, you know, your story. You're here because of them. (laughs) Exactly. You're here because of them. Now, what about Vietnam? Because I know they have some celebrations there, too. Yes, they have a Tet Trung Tu Festival or Mid-Autumn Festival, again, celebrated around this time, September or early October. And it's also known as the Children's Festival. So in Korea, where they kind of uh, pay respect to their ancestors, in Vietnam, children are celebrated because in Vietnamese culture, it's believed that children are symbols of innocence and purity, and thus they have a closer connection to the sacred world. That's very interesting. I I think, you know, a lot of cultures probably look at children that way. But it's neat to see that in Vietnam, they actually pull that out of their culture and actually celebrate it and recognize it, make it more pronounced so that you actually see that happening. I like that. Yes, and they'll typically have children light lanterns and have lantern festivals and also perform lion dances. Mm, I really like that. really like that. Now let's zip around to the other part of the world. What about in the United Kingdom? I know they do some things there too. Right. This is kind of an unofficial event, but it takes place in October, and it's London's Harvest Festival. So it's a great time to you know get some local produce and see what farmers have been working on all year. And it's hosted by the Royal Horticultural Society, so there are lots of contests. They award, you know, the largest pumpkin grown, that sort of thing. That sounds fun. So, you know, if they are actually hosting it, then you know there's going to be some really unique vegetables and really well-grown ones there, too. That must be a sight to see. It is, and there's also a chance to learn from the farmers and gardeners if you want to get started as well. They offer tips and advice, so it's a really interactive uh, festival. 
Well, I like that. I love vegetables. And, you know, Doc Bill loves to grow them. My husband, Yes, Bill, I bet Doc Bill would love this. <laughs> he would love that. I think he would consider that to be the Thanksgiving event. <laughs> and I think they would love Doc Bill because he asks the right questions. He's very observant. Oh, I think it would be a great <laughs> a exchange. great exchange. I think so, too. And let's step over to Africa because what happens over in Ghana? In Ghana, they have the Homoa Festival, which commemorates... It's kind of the Ga response to a pre-colonial famine. So the Ga people migrated to a new area, suffered a severe famine, but then they responded by working together and creating a massive food production, which led to a yearly harvest that they still celebrate today. Well, if there is any reason to give thanks, it's bringing yourself out of what would be, you know, sort of an impoverished situation like that where there, you know, are hard times to then having, you know, so much success. Yes. Like that. What you can accomplish when you work together. And in the usual tale, it said that the people hooted at hunger once they had all of their food together. And Uh, that's what homowo means. Oh, wow. So if you want more information about that, there's a great website called ghanaweb.com. That's a cool story. That sounds like a really cool story. You know what else I like about that, too, is because we've talked so much about so much of the Thanksgiving festivals and celebrations being around family. This one sounds like it's around community. Yeah. So I really like that. That's really cool. So we're coming down to the end of the segment. So can we squeeze maybe one more in, maybe China, India? Yeah, let's look at China, the August Moon Festival, which is a tradition that goes back thousands of years. They reflect on their summer harvest, but they also reflect on the moon and Mm -hmm. pay homage to the immortal goddess Chang Oh, who lives on the moon. Oh, wow. That's really cool. That sounds really interesting, really interesting. But now we have our own traditions here in the U.S. of celebrating uh, with Thanksgiving. It's usually getting together at someone's home in the family, cooking that big dinner. So do you have any kind of special tradition that you guys do in your family? There may be a heated football match that (laughs) kind of... Gets out of hand pretty quickly, but... (laughs) Oh, yeah, there is sports on Thanksgiving Day, too. That's right. I did leave that part out, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) So lots of food. Same thing with our house. I mean, it certainly is the meal, which is a big deal. Uh, We definitely sit down at the table and have a great meal. And later on in the show, you and I will talk about what our favorite things are to have at that Thanksgiving table. So you guys sit tight because we're going to come back and have more great information here about Thanksgiving. Helping you guys get ready. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Back in a moment. Brought to you today by the Sapporo. Island Beach Vacations. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yachts to sail from shore to shore. 